Vibe Machine Josh here from Undercovers, and you've made it to the final episode in this series of Undercovers featuring the enormous talent that is Brandon Wright. I wanted to finish this series off with a discussion about an album designer that is about to come out at the time of this recording, the next Angels and Airwaves album. I'm really going to enjoy listening to this episode again now, and then also going back to it once the album comes out so I can get the full concept and the full picture of what Brandon discusses in this upcoming episode. You'll also hear what designs Brandon adores and what artists he'd love to work with. Vibe Machine. Tom DeLonge with his reactivated yeah. Angels versus Airways project. He sort of shed that that I love. I love that Blink One Eight Two aesthetic. I, I they're, they're a great band, and I have a lot of their albums, all that sort of stuff. And I love that. But I also love the fact that he can he can completely remove himself and go to Angels versus Airwaves. And what's funny to me is he he is someone who's coming full cycle. He went away and went on the UFO alien scavenger hunt that people just thought he was a nut job for. And then whether or not truth or reality or whatever, he's sort of become a bit, a lot more legitimate as government agencies. He started to make really strong contact with the government. He started to do this. And it's sort of, even though it's, it's not related, it is because he sort of treats everything as one big project. And uh, sure. I guess that's my question. When, when he approached you with the Angels versus Airwaves or when, when the management approached you, was was it that feeling of this is an all-encompassing project for everything that he has become? I think it turned into that. I think that when we proposed, when we showed him, you know, I think maybe these artists think they're about to see concepts for an album cover when we send them a presentation. When really, like, it starts with a narrative. It starts with a story. It mm. starts with nailing what are you know all of this stuff. Like, why are we here? Why do we exist? All of this stuff. And then it slowly gets into, and by the way, this is what the art will look like, but let's not lose track of this narrative. <laughs> so, and I think Tom got very excited when he saw what we did. He stopped us mid presentation to be like, no one has taken it this far. No one has thought of it this way. No one is, you know, he was very excited about the whole thing. So right away, he very much wanted to figure out a way to get us involved in a lot of those different aspects and arms of mm. what he's doing creatively. So it, it was mm. extremely well received, probably the best uh, presentation or reaction that we've ever had. And m- being from Tom DeLonge, it was just so, so flattering that he was that excited about it. But, mm. you know, Tom obviously has has an obsession with alien life and UFOs and all of this stuff. and and. I think when you first talk to him, you're not prepared for how legitimate he is and you're not prepared Mm. with how knowledgeable he is on this. He's not going to talk to you about pop punk. He's just not. He's (laughs) going to talk to you about UFOs. You know what I mean? And like whether you, you know, whether you're ready for it or not, you are about to get in that conversation. And so once you start seeing his obsession with it, it would be silly to ignore it. It would be silly to not, Mm. um, to not kind of like figure out a good way to tell this story. And I, and I think one of the challenges, you know, I, without going too much into what we're doing with the album art, because I haven't really, mm. we've only shown, um, you know, the single cover for Rebel Girl. And I think we've done a visualizer at this point. We have all the other stuff. We just can't show it. But essentially, it's how do we take these massive ideas of the universe and of time and space and how do we apply those to everyday life? And what are the 
what are the metaphors uh, that space can be to reference um, what we're going through in everyday life? And that kind of becomes a theme of like, we can take these big ideas, but if we can also make the person in the middle of America coming to the concert understand mm. it, then that's a pretty powerful thing too. So with that said, I'm excited about what we're going to roll out for Angels and Airwaves. Um, it's going to be a long cycle. It's going to be a long process. Um, but yeah, mm. we've got a lot going for them right now. And um, and I was, you know, I was and am an Angels and Airwaves fan. So it was very exciting for me to, when this one came through, it's been this crazy, you know, it's, it's funny because all of the bands that we started with, with the exception of like Under Oath and Beartooth, they were like, Almost these, and of course, 21 Pilots, but like the fact that I got to design for Smashing Pumpkins, for Weezer, mm. for Angels and Airwaves, like, and even a couple bands that I can't announce yet, <laughs> but they would get right <laughs> in there. It's like it reminded me of where I was when I was a kid and how excited I was. So I've been able to build this company off of that, like, youthful excitement yeah. for the music, youthful excitement for the bands. Like, I love. Blink-182, I love Weezer, I love Smashing mm. Pumpkins, you know what I'm saying? I, mm. I, This has been such a treat for me to be able to mm. experience working for my heroes. And um, it's been a really cool place to start this whole company out where this company has been started with a very pure and excited and youthful like drive to just realize like I get to do this and I get to mm. work on these bands that I've loved. So it's been this cool tandem of now we have a lot of new and young artists too. Like we have a lot of stuff that will be coming out throughout 2019, new brand new artists. Um, it's really all over the, all over the gamut of all the different types of genres and stuff we're working in right now. But the fact right. that I got to build a foundation on 21 pilots and under oath and bear mm. and smashing pumpkins and weezers and angels, like all of those, even AFI, like all of those bands are bands that I loved. And I, uh, man, I don't take it for granted. Like I, I am a fan still. And, um, oh, I'm just so honored. You can to hear it in your voice stuff. You, you can hear it in your voice and the depth of narrative you go into is gets me really excited because I, as I've been listening to you, I've been like, oh, I think it's similar to you. Do I have this excitement still about, about music and about artists and artists that, you know, were, were as I was coming through and sort of finding my own identity. So, you know, I, I very much hear, hear what you're saying, but, um, look, we've been talking forever and I, I, I have two questions that I finish every episode off with. And if you've listened to any of these, you probably know them, but, um, I've got to ask question. Number one is, is there an album that you wish you had created the album art for? Is there an album out there that you go, I love that so much. I wish I had my name against it. Well, okay. So you could take that question two ways. One would be they did the wrong album art for that album. Yes. I wish I could have done it, done it better. That's one way of looking at it. That album yes. was too good to have such a bad cover, but then I would have yep. to insult somebody. So I wouldn't do that. Um, or <laughs> and you got it, it. You got the double meaning. <laughs> well, I think, you know, what's funny is that I'm sure there's a lot of people at my age who would, agree that like the best their favorite album art it's not even this grandiose album art it's this grandiose brand and that's deftones mm -hmm. white pony for me yes. so i don't have any criticism for frank on that because it's it was the most beautiful juxtaposition of like we had never really seen a band that as heavy as as uh deftones 
get such a clean aesthetic mm -hmm. that also yes. had this grit behind it. You know, as you go into the layout, there's plenty of gritty elements. But then, I, you know, Frank did a ton of different versions of that. I know there's a white cover, a mm. silver cover, a red cover. Yes. I think there's even a blue cover. Um, yes, so there's there all is. these different things. And, of course, using that pony icon and all of the things he did. That one is like, I love that layout so much. Um, <laughs> I don't know if I have one. I don't think you're going to get an insult out of me. I don't know that there's anything. <laughs> I can't think of any album cover. I've never been that. Uh, critical of album covers you know what i'm saying like whatever that record is you get what you get like that's the album cover that like it or not that's yep. the deal you know what I mean? so it's yep. like i think of why do i i'm thinking of tommy the who you know what i mean like the uh diamonds and some weird thing but you know what is like one of my favorite album covers and i think this is because i'm a logo type guy is daft punk discovery it's just ah, the yes. logo on like a sat. It's like on a satin jacket. I think it's embroidered yes. on a satin jacket. That's it. That's it. It's all you need. The logo was so good that it was a good yeah. enough album cover on its own. Yeah. But then I'm a huge Invisible Creature fan. Um, I'm a big fan of Don and Ryan Clark. So they did a cover for a band called Embodiment, um, or they did artwork for a band called Embodiment, The Narrow Scope of Things. And they're yeah. they're a huge band to me. But okay, if you know who they are, if yeah, you're an old tooth nail kid, you know who they are. But yeah. um, the embodiment narrow scope of things artwork, again, it was this thing kind of like White Pony where it's a really heavy band and we're showing some very clean stuff for it. Mm. Also, De Death Heaven Sunbather to take a band that oh. heavy and to give them a pink album cover. All of that stuff. I just love the uh, I just really think that if you make the right color choices, you can change somebody's perspective about an album completely. Like we all know Definitely. we could do a rock and roll album cover if we use the same grit and the same black and the same whatever. Right. But if you can, if you can get the branding, right, you can make people think that there's something else completely different about this band. Like you could take a Zayo cover and slap it on a deaf heaven record and it would make sense. Right. But if you take this <laughs> deaf heaven album cover and you make it pink, then I all of a sudden have a new perspective on the band Deaf Heaven. You know what I mean? And oh, I think, I think moves like this are, are huge. Um, yeah. So those are just, those just happen to be the ones in my mind. I mean, third eye blind self-titled is a pretty amazing one because it's only yep. providing vibe. You know what I mean? It's like, yes. it's a very simple photo. We don't know exactly what the photo is. We assume it's a girl with a, with um, a hand over her face. But it also kind of looks like Marilyn Manson. You know what I mean? Like, it's also yes. this weird thing. <laughs> and um, so I don't know. I mean, I every now and then stuff just kind of blows me away. But then, like, I don't know. I love the Bon Iver 22 million cover. I like all of that mess of stuff he has on there. Like, mm. I don't know. I, I I think and I'm I will always be a fan of anything Nine Inch Nails does. Um yeah. So I don't know. I feel like I just, I, <laughs> I am more, I, I mean, this is the way that I think shows that I am more interested in the overall vibe of an album, like mm. Rage mm. Against the Machine, Evil Empire. That's, that's awesome. You know what? I love the cover of that, but I also love the back cover of that when it shows you the band in the rehearsal space, or maybe that's the uh, first when you, the, when the fold on the inside, when you, it's, it's when you open a, it and, and yeah, Amy right. McCauley is so, amazing. So to what she talks about that album with so much passion, 
And it's like you mentioned Death Heaven with um, Sunbather and Nick Steinhardt, who did that. He will talk forever about that album cover. And the thing that he loves about it is that he created the font and they actually sold the font. It was so good that someone purchased the font off him. <laughs> yeah, that's awesome. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's a masterpiece. And, and that's what's funny is like if you're thinking the right way, then these covers can be very simple or they can be very in-depth. You know, like we've got some mm. – the Weezer the Weezer Black cover is very simple and then the Smashing Pumpkins thing is very complicated. You know what I mean? And like mm. it's it's just all like part of the narrative of it all. And I just – I much rather um, wrap myself in the world of that album cycle than to just say mm. that cover is it because then I could say Green Day Dookie. but. I love, you know what I like about Green Day Dookie is on the tape cover, you have an extended version of that illustration. You know what I mean? So yes. on the square crop, you only get a little bit. My friend Zach, the guy I started the band with, he had a traditional size poster on his wall that was the same dimension that. as the tape cover. Right. Yes. Man, I looked at everything that was going on on that. You know what I mean? The dogs throwing poo, um, all of the stuff that was going on on that poster. Yep was yep. I just stared at it forever. You know what I mean? Like an even filter title record. Yeah. Every <laughs> I'll do that one I too. Filter find... title record. Oh, yes, yes. But on Green Day's Dookie, I would look at that poster and find something new every day. I was stunned yes. that I could do it. And and then I, I think my I moved out of home. My parents got rid of it when I was devastated because I lost that poster. But, uh, yeah, you, you're <laughs> very much along the same the same lines as I am. But, um. The, the final question I have for you, sir, is, is there any artist living who has passed who you would love to work with and create an album cycle for? Oh, music. Um, I thought you were going to give me an artist. If, if it was a, like a fine artist, it would have been Andy Warhol. I would just like him and I just getting in the, his studio and just <laughs> well, like was, making friends and whatever. No, I know. I'm um, talking more about let's music. See. But, but artist, that's great. Let's see. Living or dead, right? Um, living or dead. I love working for 21 Pilots. I really do. I'm just really happy I get to work with them. But uh, I love that. Yeah, I would say I would say I really got to get a Nine Inch Nails layout under my belt eventually. I will keep fighting to get a Nine Inch Nails <laughs> layout under my belt. Yeah, the so answer they're not to that one question is that Nine Inch Nails. You can't talk about. <laughs> they're not one of the um, ones you can't talk about at the moment. Then no, not uh, sadly not at the moment. No. <laughs> well, look, Brandon, you have had the most extraordinary career you've grown it organically you've got some of the most well-received well-rounded and brilliant artwork of the last several years and it sounds like it's going to be continuing on so congratulations on that thank you so much for going so in depth with all of the artwork i love that and i love the fact that you've got so much passion for it so um look i can only Thanks. thank you again and and everyone out there please make sure you go and Check out all of Brandon's artwork. Go buy the albums. I've got a bunch of them on vinyl. Go and buy them and, and get into the artwork because uh, and the whole packaging and all of the merch. And check out Brandon's website because it is so in-depth and it's so well thought out that uh, it's absolutely incredible. So thank you once again, sir. Oh, it's my pleasure. Thanks for taking interest in this. Um, obviously, I love talking about it. So it was my pleasure. I hope you have enjoyed this series with Brandon Reich. So much passion. I absolutely love it. Feel free to check out our other episodes. Brandon actually just mentioned a ton of albums that are featured in the series with the artists that have created them. Thanks so much to Brandon, and thank you for listening in. And please check out Brandon's website, check out his artwork, and go and buy the albums. Go buy them on vinyl. Hang them on your wall. 
Have fun with them. Thank you so much. Vibe. Machine.